SNZ on a Monday morning, January 24 at 11.04 with Stephen McIver and Finn and Mornings with Smithy. That takes me back to 1979 when that came out. That became the number one single in New Zealand for a long, long time. The Knack, My Sharona. I actually don't even think our next guest was even born because he's only about 18, 19. Clay Osborne joins us at a wonderful weekend in the Somerset GT Championship in his older Porsche beating newer Mercedes. Hey, Clay, thanks for joining us. Hey Stephen, no problem. Yeah, it was a um, it was a good weekend. Obviously, racing those Mercedes in that last race on Saturday, it was a uh, it was certainly a new challenge for me. But we um, we managed to do it. Yeah, no, it was a good weekend. It seems to be at the moment, and maybe over the last twelve months, everything you're doing is is coming into play. Let's just take a step back. You were racing the eighty sixes, and and were very unlucky in many ways to lose out to Brock Gilchrist because it was so exciting. The fact that that was so competitive last year, did that sort of you know, give you more confidence to take on bigger challenges? Uh, yeah, you know, it certainly helped me a lot with my um, with my race craft and, and just general racing and stuff like that, giving me a lot more confidence coming into the Australia at the end of last year. Then obviously racing Bathurst and the Bend at the end of last year helped helped with my confidence a lot coming into 2024 season and yeah I think all the practicing and stuff that I've been doing is paying off for the racing in New Zealand. Yeah I know you've got to you've got to keep practicing Clay I understand that I just want to hang for a moment on the 86s for for young women and young men who want to have a real crack and it's it's pretty affordable to run the 86s what did that teach you about the craft of race driving? Um, obviously everyone's the same horsepower, the same weight, the same everything, so you can't really get a more closer field in New Zealand and it's obviously very, very affordable for like Dad and Dave to go racing in it and you know, it, it taught me a lot of things about racing and it's certainly gonna teach me a lot of things or taught me a lot of things for the near future. You were a world champion carter back in twenty nineteen. Did you th- know then that this was where you wanted to be or was it always something that you wanted to do? I always kind of had a love for karting, like that was my passion and then one day I got the opportunity to drive in Formula Ford and then from there it's just growing on and on and then obviously racing two seasons of the 86s which I really, really enjoyed and then yeah, racing Porsche this year, it's, it's all coming together pretty well. Do you think you're a natural? That's a hard one but um, <laughs> I, I think so, yeah, I think, I think I've got the natural feel which is what you need as a race car driver but we'll, we'll see in the future if... <laughs> if it's natural or not, I guess. Yeah, nice, nice fence-sitting answer. But I suppose when you, yeah. when you, but you mentioned the word feel, and I've always a lot of you, you guys now use the sim so much, but you don't really get the feel of the car under your bum, do you? No, it's certainly not. Like when you're driving, actually in the seat, you can feel what every component of the car is doing. We're on the simulator; you can only kind of feel it through your wrists what the car is doing. So it's certainly different driving a sim to a race car, but it's. It's the closest thing you will get to driving a race car, which is which is still good to learn the tracks and yeah, and stuff you, like that. Yeah, to understand the tracks. But once you get there, you probably don't feel the bumps, the grinds, the, the little nuances yeah, of that. Right. I mean, where does the sim help you? Uh, probably just the tracks that I haven't been to. Like, for example, Australia, Phillip Island. I um, I haven't driven there, obviously. I'll be one of the only people who haven't driven there. So just getting that, that sim experience just to know my left and right certainly will give me that step forwards towards the start of the season. Now you had, you were pretty strong. It was the Porsche Michelin Sprint Challenge you jumped into at the end of last year. Uh, you're going back and doing it again this year fully though, aren't you? Uh, yes, I am. Obviously I um, raced the, 
last two years, last oh, last two races last year, like you just said, finishing sixth and then eighth. I think that gave me a good jump start too, coming into the 2024 season, knowing what to expect and already knowing those two tracks, which which I think is a huge advantage. McElroy Racing, is that who you will race for again? Uh, yes, yeah, they're a good team. They're based out of the Gold Coast and yeah, they've taught me a lot of things and got me out of a lot of bad habits, which is which is exactly what I needed coming into the season this year. And yeah, no, they're good. What were the bad habits, Clay? Uh, just untidy data, like breaking, throttle chasing, stuff like that. We've cleaned a lot of that up now, so it'll, um, it'll be good. Yeah. Do you, do you like, I, I was watching some in-car footage of you yesterday racing, and I was just watching how comfortable you look in the car. Uh, would, would, do you prefer the paddler shifters? I mean, I know they don't, they don't offer the, the stick shift anymore in Porsches, but does it make it easier to drive the car with a paddle shifter? Uh, yeah, obviously, because you don't have to worry about changing the, the gears or blipping on the downshift, so it certainly makes it a lot more comfortable and you're certainly a lot more relaxed and a lot more in a rhythm when you're driving because it, um, yeah, it's just a lot nicer rather than when you're driving in 86 and you've got a blip on the downshift, use your clutch and stuff like that, so it's a bit more hustling, but yeah, it's good. The Porsche you are driving right now in the Somerset GT Championship, how old is that? Um, I think it is 2018. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's coming up five years old, but it hasn't done many kilometres. It's a fairly new Porsche, but it's just, it's just a bit older, yeah. So how much horsepower were you giving away to those brand new GT2 AMG Mercedes? I think it was about 215, I think, between me and them to the wheels, I think it was. I'm not 100%, but I think it was around that 200 mark. So how the hell did you beat them? Oh, they certainly lacked a lot of speed through the corners. Like I, I think they run at a lot different tyre to what I was. And then it was, um, it was certainly a challenge trying to, trying to race them around the track because obviously after a corner there, it's such a big, long straight. So as soon as I'd get a good run on them or pass them, then I'd just go around the outside. But I, um, I managed to get past one of them through the insert of the section of the track where I was actually quite fast. And yeah, I built that little bit of a gap. And then, yeah, I just managed to chip away at it and build that bigger gap over time. Did it actually surprise you once you got in front that so they actually couldn't really, well, in the end, couldn't hunt you down? Yeah, no, it was certainly good. I think my tyres lasted a lot nicer than theirs did over the over the duration of the race. But, um, yeah, certainly nerve-wracking seeing in my mirror a car coming up 50 kilometres quicker than, than what I was doing, yeah. What sort of life is it? I mean, you're going to be – this is the deal now, right? Professional race car driver. You're coming up 19 or are you 19? Uh, coming up 19. I turned 19 in June. Do you sometimes pinch yourself and go, well, it's not so bad. I'm pretty lucky. I'm a good driver. We get sponsors. Uh, what what does that feel like as a, a young 18-year-old at the moment? Uh, you know, it's, certainly a, um, it's certainly a good lifestyle at the moment, travelling back and forth from New Zealand and, and trying to make a career out of racing. I, um, I hope one day that I can be a paid driver, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep chipping away at it and see where we end up. I've always asked this question of young men. Do, do you miss out on the social side of things? Do you, do you, what are your sacrifices? Um, obviously, hanging out with your friends because most weekends you're off racing or practicing or something like that. So, yeah, you've got to kind of sacrifice that. But you, you realise who your friends really are and who your friends really aren't, I guess, out of, out of the whole thing. So, no, that's good. And it keeps me out of, keeps me out of doing other stuff. So, yeah, no, that's good. What, what other stuff would you be doing? Oh, just like partying on the weekend and stuff like that. You know, it's a, it's a good interest and it keeps me away from all of that stuff. So, no, it's, it's good. And the support of mum and dad must be important. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be where I am now without them. Though, but I'm 
they're as passionate about it as I am. So yeah, no, it's, it's good. They enjoy it as much as I do as well, which is which is the main thing. And, and yet, it's, it's, I wouldn't be here without them. So after this weekend, which was round two of the Somerset GT Championship, where do you see you finishing overall as the season progresses? Um, I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to continue doing this series or not, just because of the, my clashing with Australia. But the first two um, first two rounds certainly helped me out a lot with with my racing craft and and just general track time, which which I think was the main purpose of us doing those first two rounds. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, mate. I appreciate your time as always. Be safe and uh, look forward to the next round, pal. Thank you very much. Have a good one.